Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Uh, when he was only eight years old, Gore McCare ran from captivity in war tour Sudan to eventually seek safety in the U.S. and his new life. Gore began running again, participating in high school track and field, and eventually becoming a sensation and qualifying for the 2012 Olympics. But because of the newly formed South Sudan was not recognized by the International Olympic Committee, Gore had to fight to compete independently, refusing to run for Sudan and taking a stand against its oppression. The film is called Runner, and we're joined today by the director, producer, and editor of the film, and that would be Bill Gallagher. Bill Gallagher, welcome to Film School Radio. Nice to be here. Well, Bill, tell me a little bit about how you got to know Gore McCare uh, and his life. It's an incredible life story, and tell me a little bit about where you came into this. Sure. So a few weeks before the 2012 Olympics, I read a story. I was sitting in a cafe in Pamplona, Spain, and I read about this man who had qualified for the Olympics. He was offered a spot for the country of Sudan, and he said no. And I said, well, I need to talk to this guy. This, why, why would you say no to the Olympics? This guy must have some really strong, uh, strong morals. And uh, so I immediately dug in deeper to the story and I, I, I had to talk to him. And, the, and, and when I talked with him over the phone, it was really clear that he was just, just as charming on the phone as he, as he, as he was on, on, as you see on screen. It was clear to me that this was a nice opportunity to tell a story about South Sudan, which I didn't know much about, but was interested in. It was an opportunity to profile an Olympic story for somebody who didn't win the gold medal which I thought was interesting. But also, maybe more importantly, it was an opportunity, I thought, for you know, Western audiences, specifically American audiences, to sort of sit with a refugee for an hour and a half and sort of experience a life of a refugee. He kind of hit some of the, the highlights of his life. Well, first of all, his backstory, and we'll, we'll get into that a little bit in terms of you know, where he came from in the one time was called Sudan, and then eventually due to a civil war, broke into two different countries, North and South Sudan. And that's an amazing story. And the fact that the film gives us this political context and for Americans who barely know who their congressman, congressman is, let alone know much about the rest of the world, is, is quite a challenge at times, I know. But he's a great guy, and he principled, and, and, but also he loves his family and his country. He's, and it's just... There's so much to like about him, just not only just the way he, he is, but there's so much about him and his story that are so compelling. I, obviously, you've got a flavor of that when you in your phone conversation with him. When you met him, what was it about meeting him that either reinforced that or broadened your understanding of him and his story? Yeah, he's just a one in a million genuine type of guy. Um, he's a straight shooter and he's able to be vulnerable in a way that allows sort of the viewer to identify with him, I think. He's sort of an invert in every man, even though he's doing extremely amazing things with his body and being a top athlete, a uh, world athlete. So I guess I just was drawn to 
how genuine he was and how honest he was and just what a fun, good guy he was. And that was apparent from the first conversation I had over the phone. It was apparent when I flew to 2012 Olympics to meet with him. Um, you know, he just, you could see in his eyes right away that he's just a, a great human being. What's the entry point for you to begin to tell his story in terms of sort of the, the structure of the story? Yeah. So my entry point with Gore and his story was the 2012 Olympics. That's where I met him. But the entry point for the film really is when he was an eight-year-old boy fleeing from his village for the first time. So, you know, he comes from, which is now South Sudan. At the time, it was called Sudan, um, a, a war-torn country that, you know, two million folks had, had died uh, in that war. Um, and he, he saw sort of unimaginable things, experienced incredible trauma and had to leave his village at age eight, leaving his mom and dad behind. And he found his way to the, uh, the U.S. eventually after some harrowing things that happened that you see in the film. Um, and he, he lands in New Hampshire and he conquered New Hampshire. He actually finds a really amazing community that supports him. He is an amazing guy. So that it's had to start with him. Um, incredible hard worker, incredibly, you know, good person, but also his community in, in Concord, New Hampshire really helped lifted him up and provided a little opportunity and, and found his running uh, talent, which he at first didn't, <laughs> didn't uh, want to run in high school because he was going to school full time and he was working full time. And I mean, what 16, 17 year old kid has to deal with that and send money back home when you're 16, 17. Uh, and then he, uh, so he's like, run for the school Track team? No, I, I can't do that. Well, he, he uh, apparently, he didn't know that running was a sport, even, right? <laughs> correct. <laughs> correct. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm not, running is a sport. But he quickly learned that it was a sport, and he quickly learned that he was excellent at it, and uh, eventually got himself uh, a, uh, a scholarship to Iowa State and got his chemistry degree paid for. Right. And in the film Runner, we see that in when he was in Sudan, that was his survival skill, his ability to run, right? Because of the situation that we were we were talking about earlier. He was under extreme duress, right? He was he was essentially captured by the um the northern um militia uh who who were, were essentially he knew he was probably not gonna survive that experience, right? Correct. That's a remarkable part of it. But he ran to get away from them. Hence, Correct. and I like the way you approached it in, in, in the, the storytelling here. Uh, we see a, an animated version of what that experience was like for him with him talking about it. So we had it, it, it and it's a beautiful animation, by the way, it's a really effective way of doing it. So he's here in America. He, he's fortunate, as you said, to have landed in Concord. His coach and the people around him, there's some people from that part of his life in the film. Very heartwarming stuff. Talk a little bit about his coach for a second. Yeah, he was first in gym class, you know, as a, as, a, as a high school kid. And he was spotted by his gym class coach that this guy has a talent for running. And uh, this gym class coach quickly went, called up the track coach and said, hey, you know, I got a, I got a prospect for you. And, and the, the coach said, listen, we're two weeks into the season. We can't, uh, we can't take any more, on any more kids. And he's like, no, just wait. You got to see this guy. And he's like, all right. So sure enough, they did a special tryout for Gore. Gore shows up in basketball shoes late because he didn't know where to find the track. 
and, you know, very skeptical, the track coach, which was extremely good runner at the time, you know, on a state level, he was very good. Um, he said, okay, let's, let's run, let's race. And Gore blew him out of the water. And all the kids, <laughs> all the kids just were laughing hysterically, all the other future teammates. Um, so it was this great moment of, of skepticism of how good can you be two weeks in the season. And then it's like, it went to, well, can you start tomorrow? You know, <laughs> and sure enough, and he quickly became pretty much a standout sensation in, on a state level in New Hampshire after that. Right. It, it really sounds like something from a movie, it's from a Hollywood kind of movie. You, you, would, you would show up and do they, these kinds of things, but it happened. And again, and as you, we just talked about earlier with Gore, that his, um, his humility, I think that's the thing. That, and, and his sense of, sense of the world around him, obviously he, he had to learn that in, on pretty harsh terms, but it's a sense mm. of humility. And he's a very bright person. He comes across as someone who uh, is thinking a couple of steps ahead of his life. And, and so that, it's, it's a great subject. It's a wonderful mm. story. What we've described so far is just barely scratches the surface of what, what happens in Runner. Let, let's, let's fast forward a little bit. He goes to Iowa State. He's a standout runner there. But he's not, I, I got from the, watching the film, he wasn't considered elite level at Iowa State. Does that go ahead and describe his experiences there? Where yeah, I think that's accurate. I mean, he, he did get All-American status at Iowa State, uh, which is hard to do. But you're right. He was not uh, necessarily always the best on the team. He was working really hard. And I think when in talking hours with his, his, his college coach, which was another great uh, interview, you know, he, he commented that, you know, here's a guy, a lot of people come on my team and they got to do one thing. They got to show up and they got to run. But Gore, he was carrying a heavy load. He had to, he was just still learning English. He was only a few years into the country at that point. So he's learning organic chemistry when he, when he barely spoke English. Talk about intelligence, right? And he ended up doing well in school. Um, but he was behind. He had barely went to school in, 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 in his childhood. And here he is at the college level, not speaking his first language and trying to keep up. And he, his first priority was academics. So he had that. He also had the stress of uh, you know, a civil war going on back home and not having seen his mom and dad for 20 years, eventually 20 years. It wasn't 20 years at that point. And so he was missing his mom and dad. He was missing his family. He was, he was sending money back home and he had a heavy load. And all on top of all that, he had to run at a, at a college competitive level, which is you know, many, many miles a week. So, so he, he was at a sort of a, a disadvantage in the sense that he had his um, mind in a lot of different directions. But despite that, he, 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 he was not the best in college, but he, he did well. The talent he had, he cultivated that talent. And then I think this, this love of country and, and the desire to, to see his family again, to be the person who kind of carries the burden for his family is what feels like watching Runner inspired him to that next level. There's, Correct. Tell us about his, his trial, his first marathon trial, right, to qualify. Yeah. Well, yeah, he, he qualified for the Olympics in his first ever marathon, <laughs> which, is pretty, which is pretty remarkable. Uh, but, but, but he always, as you see in the film, he always brings it back to his family and his country at this particular time when he was at the starting line 
uh, lining up in the Twin Cities Marathon in, in Minnesota, he was thinking of his family back home and he was thinking about his, his brothers and sisters who had passed. You know, eight of his nine siblings had passed from, as a result of the war. Um, so, you know, to run 26.2 miles well and to do it in a qualifying uh, world Olympic qualifying fact, fashion, you often have to have a why. And what really pushed him was his family and, and eventually his love of country to, to, to really uh, excel in that race. Yeah. And I want to dive a little bit into the mechanics of what you just described, because you're in an Olympic trial. You have very experienced runners, elite level runners. I don't know that there were more than 100 runners qualifying in that particular race. Yeah, even less than that. Yeah, it, it was it was a it was a regular marathon. Uh, so there were lots of people who were running very, you know, not great time. So that your typical average Joe running, but also there was a few elite runners. So maybe, maybe, maybe four or so ahead of him that qualified. Yeah. And I guess, well, the reason I'm bringing that up is to be at that running at that distance against really, really good runners to, to understand how you're going to pace yourself, where you're going to be at certain points in the race is usually something that's only acquired having done it a lot. Another remarkable thing about his story is he was able to navigate that, I don't, I'll say intuitively, I don't know, or as you described it, the inspiration for why he was doing what he did. Well, for whatever reason, that is a lot to overcome in a race. I mean, at that level, right? Great. Yeah, He's a, it's an yeah. amazing story. Go ahead, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know, have much to add to that except for the you know, the other remarkable thing is, you know, he, he made it to the 2012 Olympics with no coach, um, you know, no trainer. He just, he did it himself where most of these professional athletes that get to the Olympics, most of the runners are, you know, they, they have a whole team behind them and it was just gore. Right. So, to right. your point. And, and this is where I think you, you pick up the story in terms of the filming of his life. And that is the smallest team in the history of Olympic sports, right? <laughs> yeah. I love that line. <laughs> <laughs> it was him and his coach, or him and his, 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 his minder or whatever. His manager, yeah. His manager, yeah. <laughs> that is really, that's a big chunk of, of a story, but it's not really the, the rest of the story. There's a lot more that happens to Gore McCare and so much more that happens, and not just in terms of his, uh, his athletic endeavors, but it's his life, his life story. When we do have an opportunity for him to go back to South Sudan, to celebrate with his countrymen, to see relatives that he hasn't seen in forever, and all of the things that go along with it, an arc of a story here in, in the telling. And I, I'm just, it was a wonderful experience to, to watch Runner and to fall for, for Gore and his story, but for him as a person. And um, gosh, Bill, Bill Gallagher, thank you. I mean, thank you for the film. And tell people how they can go to, first of all, let's let them know they can go to this is tough. Pay attention. Runner, D-O-C, runnerdoc.com to find out more about the film and where it's screening and how you can watch it. But if but we can jump ahead if you want, Bill, and tell us how we can watch uh, Runner. Yeah, so starting June 19th, you can go to runnerdoc.com, as you mentioned, and uh, you can watch the film as part of a, a virtual cinema release and watch buy a ticket, watch it from home, and we can support some either the theaters or some good organizations that we're partnering with. 
The film again is Runner, and it is, as Bill Gallagher was just saying, it's available on uh, virtual cinema for good. And uh, you check it out at runnerdoc.com to find out more about this. An award-winning documentary film, um, all kinds of different wonderful uh, uh, film festivals that it's done well at. You're not going to find anything more entertaining than this film. Runner is wonderful. I want to thank you, Bill, Bill Gallagher, for uh, spending some time with us here on Film School Radio. Good luck, all the best, and uh, come back when you got something. Thank you, thank you so much, Mike. I, I really enjoyed talking with you. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio.